I am Jupiter, and I am the Marshal. I am Oz, and I am playing Gus Rissle Lodge. It's Bamps, and I'm playing Sal Roxhall. This is Cotton, and I am playing Seamus McKinnon. And this is uh, Super Cookie, and I'm your friendly neighborhood pepper. start uh, with a bird's eye view of this mesa topped ridge and it's the early morning hours like 1 1 2 a.m uh and uh, we see three shadowy figures run into the side of the mountain disappear then we pan over closer to the tracks and we see our group and they have seen which way the benders have fled they just now need to go that way. Well, Gus uh, is is shambling up there uh, as best he can. He's got his Colt Frontier in his right hand. He's got his double barrel shotgun on a sling on his back. And his Bowie knife is in his boot as uh, he ambles up there taking the lead because, as the posse knows by now, Gus is a dead man walking. <laughs> and... Getting shot doesn't bother him that much. So Gus has his gun out and he is a pro he's on the trail as well. Uh Sal, Seamus, Pepper. What are you guys doing? Uh Sal is huffing and puffing as we're climbing these <laughs> uh these rocky outcroppings of the the dragon hills here. <laughs> Pepper is definitely in her element. She is uh tracking uh, these like fleeing foes with her Winchester in her hand. Yeah, Seamus is not in his element, and he is, uh, you know, walks with a bit of a bit of a limp in the leg, and he's kind of short statured anyway. And he's not in the best of shape, and he hasn't drank water in over three years. So this is not uh, a great element for Seamus to be in, and he is just just cussing and spitting at every single step. It is fuck every, fuck everybody the gra- grass. Piss on the bird in the sky. To hell with the clouds. The earth could burn to a cinder. It is just spitting and snarling as he pulls himself over this terrain with one idea in mind, and that is just bags of money. It's not even like a real way. It would be like transported, like a check or or like even gold. It's, it's, it's almost like a comical cartoon of gold overflowing in like a bag with like a like a, a dollar sign on it, like 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 a bank robber would have or something. Just this very almost cartoonish desire to have this money and get the fuck out of this wilderness. You are having fantasies of being Scrooge McDuck. Yes, it's like it's just like that's all. It's and he knows it's a fantasy, but that's all that's keeping him going. Uh, it's 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 fantasy and just just pure unfocused rage. He's been on the train. Now I'm off the train. I worked hard to get on the fucking train, and now I'm in the fucking planes in this godforsaken world with these assholes and i'm going to blow them up wow yeah they've made me chase them and i'm bringing an ass whooping with me okay is anybody trying to be sneaky or are you just making all the noise you you can with your huffing and puffing and shambling and whatnot Uh, crystal will try to shamble quietly why not i i like that thought Mm-hmm. Uh, a five on the D six says that uh, there is potential sneakiness there. Okay. 
Pepper is also trying to be sneaky. Um, she, she hunts for a living. This is really what she does. Mm-hmm. And she shoots a real loud shh at Seamus. But she tries to be a sneak. Sal is trying to be sneaky. More so so that everybody else doesn't see how badly he's struggling. Uh, but then I rolled snake eyes. So somewhere along the line, I kicked over some rock that has turned and tumbled down some gravel and then just some bigger rocks and I've I've created a landslide and he just turns is like oh fuck <laughs> the landslide brought us down <laughs> yep I uh, loathe that song <laughs> get out <Ooh. laughs> wow Shay would look over and in and in, in, in momentarily direct his like a glower at Sal, it brings it brings a finger to his lips, <laughs> like but like way too loud. I think at that Gus is going to turn around and say, "No, he doesn't mean anything by it. He just found a a, a rock that uh, was the wrong one to step on. It's fine. It's fine. He's quieter than usual, but he's still starting to get ready to ramble to tell a story about the one time where." Uh, a misplaced stone when he was trying to be sneaky. It caused an avalanche and flattened an entire Osage encampment. As you listen to this story from Gus, uh, you approach, uh, you're still on the trail of, of the benders and you can kind of see the, where those shadowy, shadowy figures ran into. And when you get up there, you see the opening of a cave. Well, caves. Caves are good. Caves are good. They're great. It's a cave. It's a cave opening. Um, you look inside. It it right now. It, it appears very dark. Uh, if anybody wants to do a notice roll to see if they can hear anything, Crystal rolls an eight on the d8 plus two. So he rolled a six plus two, which is eight. Pepper rolled an eleven. Mm-hmm. Seamus rolled a five. And Sal is no longer rolling. I rolled 11 on the wild. Oh, very nice. Took me a very to nice. find it because I was looking for investigation. Ah, okay. Yeah, wrong, wrong um, system. So Pepper and uh, Sal, um, as you kind of like lean in a bit to try to listen here, you hear some muffled scrape sounds, but you can't tell if they're people or animals. Um, but the both of you also, as you are listening, uh, you catch a glint in the moonlight on the ground. Uh, the moon's hit something there. And, um, when you kind of, both of you kind of look at it, you'll see it's a, it's a piece of, uh, metal with a rounded, uh, edge kind of stuck in the dirt. Gotta be a trap. You're probably right. Seamus. (laughs) Yeah. What you make a what you reckon that is over there? He legs held slowly and got like get down on his haunches and look at it. He would like to investigate or the savage world's version thereof. Okay. Is there a particular that would be a notice roll? Yeah, okay. it would be another notice roll. Boop. What is this for? That's a pun. 
Yes, he rolled. Ah, he rolled a four. <laughs> so you get on the ground and you're looking at it, and yeah, it's a rounded edge. It's a tiny piece of metal. It's not connected to anything, and um, kind of get a look on your face. Gus is gonna mirror Seamus's squat on the other okay. side, and he's he's rolled a fifteen on his notice roll. For, wow. for what this trap is, because it may not be mechanical, but it is probably something his Manitou knows about. I think this thing is just some kind of old shovel that's been left here in the desk. Maybe some old gold miner. What world do you live in that a shovel is this size? And Gristle is going to reach out and pick it up and hold it up in the moonlight. It's a button. It's a button. When you hold it up in the moonlight and, and look at it, you'll see uh, faint markings of um, the Union Army. Well, that was my second guess. I'm sure it was. Looks like an Army officer probably dropped a button over here. Hey, hold on just a minute. That feller, what brother got got killed by these folks? He was a colonel. Was he the Union Army, or was he them them Southern folk army? Does anybody remember? No. All right. Uh, so yeah, your Gus is standing in front of a, a cave mouth, holding a button. The three of you are staring at him. <sighs> Well, you think we ought to give it back to them if it's theirs? I kind of expect that we're going to have more visitors in this here cave that are a lot like them bushwhackers, what we bushwhacked a day or two ago. Why is that? You don't think it was just a hasty retreat? I don't believe in the coincidence when the self-proclaimed Queen of the Damned is getting ready to marry a devil folk. And the Union Army button just happens to show up at the entrance of a cave that we're about to walk into to shoot some people in the face. I have half a mind to bring the whole damn thing down on them. Just entomb them all. If we entomb them all, we don't get the money. That is a downside. And I ain't so sure that we don't bring Kate in alive, because if we bring her in dead, send her soul to hell, well, then she's with her paramour, whatever that means. And so she might get that wedding after all. But then if she's dead, they can't walk on her. It's very complicated. Well, she's going to die eventually, one way or the other. I just know we all better go in that damn cave and get this damn Is there anybody not wanting to go in there? No, I want that money. Well, Sal? He looks around, and there's a look on his face where it's like, ah, fuck, I was kind of hoping to downplay this a little bit. But then he's like, no, nah, we gotta do it, I guess. In for a penny, in for the pounds, or whatever it is. Sure, pounds of gold. Let's fucking go. And Seamus will, uh, at that point, 
if people aren't aware, he'll reveal that his arm is indeed fake as it flips around to reveal a barrel and rivulets of green ghost Rockian energy glowing from within its chambers. So it was you. Yeah, ain't that something? Yeah, let's go get that money. All right, with Seamus taking point, um, you guys have the cave lit up uh, with a green glow. You enter the first, you go about 20 feet. Oh, and Seamus would draw his pistol, just as an aside. So you go 20 feet in, um, nothing changes. You go another 20 feet in. Um, when you get in to about this point here, you will hear um, muffled voices, and you will see a, a dim glow around coming uh, from uh, looking if this if north is up coming from the south. I'm just uh, giving you guys time to prepare, or you can go in guns blazing. I don't care. Gus will press himself up against the wall. He's got his his pistol at the ready. He's just going to wait for that to come closer. And I think he's going to to bend down. He's going to grab his Bowie knife in his left hand. So if somebody gets close, he can go for the stabbykins uh, before okay. uh, having to surprise everybody by, by shooty bang. Okay. Pepper's going to tell Seamus, wrap that green up so they don't see us coming in, boy. Uh, he'll, he'll hastily take his coat, his jacket off, and wrap it around it. Do you think you can keep your mouth shut and we can sneak up on these fools? Sounds good to me. Sal, you in? Yeah, I told you I was coming inside. Can you keep your voice down a little bit? I'm sorry. Alright. Let's do this. Who's gonna uh, he will draw her? his pistol. Okay. Who's who's uh who's who's gonna stealth first uh, around the corner? Oh, I'm a hunter. <laughs> I'm a killer. I feel good. You're a joker. Trips. You're a sinner. Okay. <laughs> Best takes a step to go forward and he trips and he just falls on his face. Pepper just steps on your back over you to do the job for you. Rolling her eyes because, of course, the men. <laughs> the he men. takes. He takes out Seamus. They just, they just step on each other's feet. <laughs> and immediately fall and trip. We're so good at crap. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Sal. You, you managed to avoid the uh, log jam of companions that's on the ground, and you are quietly following Pepper. Um, you will see uh, through the darkness. I'll do this. There's ruins of something. There's uh, low walls. Why is this not? There's low walls, look like ruined walls. And over here is another one. You'll see further south a warm, uh, a glow of um, something in between a candle and a torch. So either a really tiny torch or a big old candle. Um, and you'll see the, the three shadowy figures uh, further down about this area down here. I don't know if you're able to see where I'm pinging. 
Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, I assume uh, Seamus and Gus will get to their feet and slowly walk forward. Yeah, uh, Gus will will get up and kind of dust himself off and then uh, put his knife back in, in the sheath just to offer a hand to Seamus. And he'll whisper, I'm, I'm sorry, after you. Why are you stepping? I plan to do so in the future and the present. He'll begrudgingly take his hand and pull himself back up, almost heaving to his feet. Um, as you guys are walking, can both of you make a a notice check? Uh, six on the die says perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> a five on the die says slightly less, perhaps. A mayhaps, if you will. There you go. Um, you'll see the warm glow coming from the further uh, further in the cave. You'll see the ruined walls, and you'll see your two friends. Probably hold up here behind a rock, or hold up here behind this wall, or maybe one at each spot. One Following each. the hunter's example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely behind the wall then. I like walls okay. Okay. better than rocks. Okay, it's a pile of rocks. <laughs> hey Pepper, maybe you ought to take lead on this one. My sneaking days seem to be a little bit more behind me than I thought, and for the rest of us, I don't know if they can sneak at all. You think? And she just spits. I think Gus ain't gonna say anything, but the further wall back, he'll he'll post up behind there, and if he can kind of slowly get around and start heading over here, while keeping out of sight of the of the glowy bits down south, uh, that's what he'll do. So you're gonna go behind this wall here. Yes, going up and around, if that makes sense. Like that. Ah, all right. As you go up and around, you're going to notice that uh, as you come on this wall right here and you mm -hmm. line up with it, you're going to, I don't know, have you ever like been near an opening? You can just feel it. You may not be able to see it, but you you know there's an opening there. Yes. You You know, it makes sense. Okay. You know that as you walk to that wall, there's an opening to the left of you. Is there any way that Gristle can peer inside, or is he going to have to light his last cigar and use that to light his way through the darkness? Um, if you're going to go through there, yeah, I, I'm going to want you to, you know, you can shield it so nobody can see it, but yeah, you're going to need that to have some light. Okay, then that, that is what Gus is going to do. Okay. So as you go as you go towards it, you'll notice that it's a very rough-hewn stairs that have been, like, quickly made. And you'll also notice that the wall, it's... So the rest of the cave, some of it looks like it's been finished and used. And some of the cave looks raw and, and untouched. This looks like it was untouched, but somebody has dug through it quickly 
without, you know, any regard to, to anything. They just quickly dug through it, quickly put in some stairs. And you can head down the stairs if you wish. Uh, Gus is going to turn back to where the others are if they can see him. And he'll try to quietly wave to get their attention and point and whisper, there's stairs here. All right. So you guys, he's, he's signaled to you. Does anybody go over there or you stay in your, in your spots, the rock, the wall? Well, I look at Sal and do a shrug and look over towards Gristle and then back towards the muffled sounds we were hearing and then mm -hmm. another shrug. Gus will nod and he's going to go down the stairs. Okay. Seamus will follow him. Oh, Seamus is also going? Okay. Um, so as you go in here, it is it is pitch black. Uh, you have your cigar. You'll notice that um, as you go down and on the right, the wall that you saw when you were up the stairs in that open area, this is the backside of it, and it looks very like it was man-made but man-made in a neat way. But the rest of this, uh, the walls, uh, portions of them look to just be unused. But again, it looks like this area was dug out uh, for some reason. Okay. It doesn't look like it's part of the main complex, but both of you give me a notice roll. I love notice rolls. I know, it's the only roll I ever call for. I have Holy a 19 shit. on the die for notice. You see God. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's see what Seamus can do. Let's just see. Oh, here comes a one. Okay. You know, let's, let's <laughs> continue with 19. <laughs> so as you uh, puff on the cigar, Gus, and that cherry blooms brightly and, and Seamus, you know, the glow of his green arm coming out, you notice something, a box. That's put up against the wall over here. I mean, over there. Okay. So at the far, at uh, the far rough wall. Um, Gus will do a creep over there, and uh, he will uh, see if the box is openable. If there's any writing on it, that's too bad because Gus can't read. <laughs> There's some markings on it. There's a nice metal plate on it, but you can't read. Um, a quick hit with the gun will probably take the lock off. It looks old. It's, it looks like it's been here for many years. Also, this uh, on that notice roll, this entire area is closed off. Like it's it's a it's its own little enclosure. Oh, you can't see in. Like it's 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 its own room. Okay, then. Uh, so, Gus will take the risk, and he'll go ahead and, and get that lock off. Okay. Uh, I'll fiat it. You hit it, it, it pops off. Maybe it takes a couple bangs, but you get that lock off, and you open it up. What's inside? Bars of gold. Stamped Union Army. You know the insignia. You may not be able to read Union Army, but you know the insignia. So Gus uh, takes his gun. He bashes this lock off. 
and he's got his cigar in his mouth as he opens this up and he sees the the luster in the cherry of his cigar and it falls out of his mouth like Seamus will see Gus flat out drop the cigar and it just disappears Seamus will approach cautiously from the back to see what what's in the box (laughs) what's in the box what's in the box (laughs) Gus will uh shake his head and and reach in and pick up his cigar put it back in his mouth and he'll reach in again pull out a single gold bar and show it to Seamus Seamus's arms like go slack down by his side and he fishes into his jacket to get out a whiskey bottle but he's not wearing his jacket it's wrapped around his his gun arm <laughs> so he's just like, like reaching into space where it should be there until he pats his chest and reali- and looks down and realizes it's all wound up how many of them are there? Gus is going to look in there again. More than I can count. Well, that's not saying much. Hey, look. Yeah. That was <laughs> a joke, okay? I, I don't know how much you can count. I can count a little bit. <laughs> Take a look. Uh, uh, Shane wants to look at the box. How many little um, <laughs> you're golden trapezoids? <laughs> There's, um, you're going to count it, do a quick count? Sixteen. Yeah. <sighs> well. <sighs> what was the reward money, by the way, for these <laughs> for the benders? Was it significantly 50. more? Fifty what? Fifty total. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand gold. Not gold dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. Dollars, okay. dollar dollar bills, yo. Uh, does Seamus know how much an ingot is worth? <laughs> Maybe like. If it's worth a five percent kicker to go into the World War Three, maybe we'll just take the money and go. Home. I mean, uh, yeah, give us a smarts roll so you know what the uh, daily yeah. exchange rate of U.S. dollars to go. Give me a smarts roll. If you smash it, I will give you something. <laughs> but you have to <laughs> smash it. I rolled a ah! with an eight on the wild die. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Seamus, you did a smarts. Wild die got four. Uh, I mean, you don't know the exact exchange rate right now, but 16 bars of gold has got to be more than 50,000. Right? <sighs> Seamus, uh, I mean, Gus, I mean, you definitely don't know the exchange rate, but it's got to be more than 50,000. That's a lot of money, Seamus. Now, we don't have to go any further. But on the other hand, we've barely been in here. And there ain't nothing saying we can't get both. I know. He looks over. He he's, he pulls up one he picks up one of these the heavy gold bars, kinda of like feeling his weight, and he looks at uh, Gristle and he goes I think I want both. I think I've earned it. I'd agree with that, Seamus, so do we want to take some with us now? All of it with us now? Or just come back once the deed is done? I don't think we can haul around 16 bars, but... Is that how many there are? Gus starts, like, looking at his fingers, but he can't because it's in the dark. Also, <laughs> he's got one hand wrapped around the barrel of the, the handle of a gun. Seamus, his eyes will cut over to Gristle. More or less. Huh. I think we should take one back to everybody. Maybe it'll improve morale. I like that thought. 
So Gus will take uh, three bars and put them in the bo- pockets of his duster. Oh, Seamus will take two, and uh, we'll walk back. It's a good thing that Gus isn't good at math. So Seamus is going to come out, and his party will see the first smile. Like, they don't know what Seamus smiling looks like until now. And he comes out almost like, like almost hopping with that bad leg kind of making it an uneven gait. And he, and he goes, how about these? And he pulls out two gold 20-pound bars, 27-pound bars. And he'll, uh, he'll hand one directly to Sal. Uh, he, his eyes are real big and he reaches out, not understanding how heavy these things are and drops it immediately. (laughs) Holy shit. Ooh, do you yell holy shit? I mean, I feel like I, I got it now. I mean, I, I dropped the bar, so. Yeah. It probably made a sound. It made a sound, but if I want to know if you actually did that exclamation in character. I feel like I got it now. Okay. At that holy shit, uh, you'll hear uh, the voices quickly stop talking, and then somebody will quietly say, but everything echoes here, quietly says, somebody else is in here. And then you'll hear a female voice say, go find them and kill them then. Seamus will whisper, <laughs> for the other role that we make. Pepper takes her knife and rolls away from these fools. <laughs> she way? wants to like uh go over towards this way over here. Not seeing anything. There we go. Alright. So let's reveal that area. Um you'll also be able to see over here. Oh, well, let me do this. So as you roll over, you'll see that there's like a corridor. It has a curve to it. I'm talking about this area here. You have a a corridor um, that's not lit up at all. But you can see just barely here. Um, And you know the voices come more from over here. Yeah, I have out my knife. And I want to kind of just hide. And my my goals is to ambush them when they try and, you know, kill my loud, noisy companions. All right. So you are now the hunter. Hunting. Or the predator. The predator. Um, Gristle's not a holy man, but he, he'll be prey. Um, I think he's he's standing at the top of the stairs. He saw that whole thing happen. And as he also hears, go find them and kill them, uh, he's going to call out just enough to be heard. Um, There's nobody else here. And then he's going to like make a noisy descent back down the stairs. Uh, his goal is to try and draw them towards him and away from Sal and Seamus. And kind of give them a chance to to ambush and and let's let's just say well, to bushwhack these these bushwhackers. Okay. Um. So after a few seconds, after you guys 
position after Gus says that, uh, a few seconds later, you'll hear footsteps. And they are not trying to be quiet. And um, Pepper, you'll see a light coming uh, from this circle area here. You'll see a glow. And you'll see a, a tall, thin man uh, come out uh, between this rock and this end of the circle wall. And he is going to walk out. He's going to take a look around. But he'll, he, he knows that the voice came from further back. So he'll start to turn and go towards where Gus is up here. So he's going to be about here when he makes that turn. If you want to do a, a stealth and attack, I will let you do that because he cannot see you. But if you fail the stealth, then he does get an opportunity to dodge the attack. But if you do a great stealth. That's an eight. That's pretty that's good. An eight. That's a good stealth. So you can go and attack him. Just get that. What do I have to roll, roll to attack him? Fighting. Fighting. I'm going to fight. I'm going right. to slice his, him. His parry is a five. Is there a bonus because she's ambushing? I believe sure. that she would have the drop, which is some some crazy bonuses. Crazy bonuses? I love I was, hearing about crazy bonuses. I was just going to give her an extra die, but... Yeah, where's my fight? Because I don't see no fighty button. Uh, if you don't have a fighty button, then it's going to be agility minus two. You have a shooting button. Holy shit. I don't want to shoot him. I want to knife him. I'm trying to be oh, wow. sneaky, stabby, slice Ew. his throat from the Holy back. Shit. Yeah, that's an 11 on the die. Minus two is going to be a nine. Yeah, but so, we're giving you the bonuses, so... Page 100, the drop. Sometimes yeah. an attacker is able to catch a foe off guard and gets the drop on him. Uh, the GM decides when this is in effect, usually the victim is bound or completely unaware of the attack. The drop usually happens up close, but the GM can also allow it for other situations. Uh, the drop adds plus four to attack and damage rolls against the target from one action. Uh, so it's plus four, plus four on that. Mm -hmm. uh, knockout blow is if a character takes enough damage to be shaken or worse from an attacker with the drop on him. He can make a vigor roll at negative two to stay conscious. Uh, so you know, if you want to knock him out, you know, action movie style, uh, you can do that if you do enough damage, or uh, you can you can try to do the murder. Murder! I would have dead. So with Dead those rules, we're at a thirteen on the die, and then the knifey will be a plus four for the damage. Uh, so we're looking at eleven damage. So what are you doing to him, Pepper? How are you killing him? I just want to reach up with my left hand, grab his left shoulder, because he's facing away from me, and reach around with my bowie knife and just slit his throat and let him fall. Do you let him fall loudly or do you like bring him to the ground? No, gently. We're going down. Okay. Um, Sal and Seamus, 
Uh, you saw a man uh, approaching. You are hiding, trying to stay away from him. And you see um, death in the form of Pepper come up behind him. And then you see him go to the ground. Pool of blood forming. Just lean over and be like, hey, did you see how quickly she killed that guy? Yeah, Seamus will look over and make eye contact. Like he'll look down and see this pool of blood expanding on the, on the floor. He'll look up and like, nah, it's like, damn right. Okay. Does does any time elapse? If if a few seconds elapse, he'd probably. Well, we'll we'll wait. We'll you know, see what happens. See what happens after a few seconds. He's still dead. Same as well. He's trying to see if anybody else is coming. I think. No. Uh, yep. I'm getting there. Hold on. Okay. Um. So after a little bit. Uh, five ten seconds. You'll hear um, two female voices talking in a hushed tone. You can't really make out what they're saying. But one of them calls out, Junior, Junior, did you find them? And then they'll be silent waiting. Can Gus hear this? Yes, because they call that out. Yeah. Okay, so Gus is going to call back. Uh, no, they didn't find me. I mean, I I didn't find anybody. And here I was going to ask if we had heard the guy we just killed speak so we could try to, you know. That, that, Gus knows what he's doing. No, he doesn't. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows. All right. Kill the rest then because there's no reason to. Sign of chaos. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. Um so the the women again in hushed tones that you can't make out. Uh but then one gets a little louder, she sounds angry, and she yells at the other one, forget about it. Let me just do the ritual and we'll be fine. We won't have to worry about them. And then the other woman says but what if you don't get it done in time? And and then they, uh, they go back to talking again in hushed tones. Hushed tones. Gus is going to call out, you know, she's got a point. May not have a lot of time. And he's just like, it, it, very clearly, he's he's playing for time so everybody else can just do the thing. Yeah, Pepper is slowly creeping along aside yeah. this wall. Um just trying to kind of hide and sneak and get closer to the voices. Cause she's a dead shot, right? She's mm-hmm. like, she's got that dead eye. She's going to blap, blap anybody in the head. Blap, blap. Blap, blap. will follow in pursuit of the, uh, the, the queen of the blap blaps. Right. That's, that's authentic Deadlands nomenclature. So are you about here then? Because you'll see the two figures. Well, that's where I killed the dude, right? You killed him more up here. And the two My goal would be to go... Are here. This way-ish. Would be my goal. Sneaky zoom. So you want to... Oh, you're going around there. Okay. All right. So you're just going to silently go through around. Okay. And Gus is distracting them. What are the other two doing? How are you going to earn your gold? 
Uh, well, I sort of already have my gold. <laughs> I, I picked that up and put that, I want to say, into my pocket, but that's going to leave my jacket pulling way to the one side. Hmm. Are you going to put it in the purse that you stole that's got the scalp in it? Hmm. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea. Uh, but, you know, first in the pocket, because, you know, they might... I don't want them to get blood all over my gold. Seamus is going to follow Pepper. He's just, like, creeping behind her. And then I will, of course, follow in suit. I think since Gus realizes nobody's going to follow him, he's going to come back up those stairs and come around. And while the other three are sneaking through, uh, Gus, I think, is going to go here so he can kind of be seen. And as he's coming up, he'll say, like I said, you know, she, she's got a point. You know, it does take time to do these ritual bits. And of course, you know, things are, are happening and you've been throwing the men folk at me and that hasn't done too great by, uh, and uh, I'd like to apologize in advance for kind of ending the chance at the family line and everything. And, when he steps into view, he'll have uh, his uh, pistol at low ready in front of him. But really, if he just come along quietly and stop all this business of the Queen of the Damned, uh, there doesn't need to be any more bloodshed. And he's just, he's talking that whole time. And as his voice bounces, I'm hoping it gives the others uh, cover so when they're doing their sneaky sneak. Okay. <clears throat> so what's the role for being loud? What's the opposite of notice? <laughs> or what's the opposite of stealth? Is there any kind of like performance or let me look at your uh, I think for me it would be either a uh, maybe a smarts because I don't because trade is on smarts, persuasion is on spirit, though. So spirit would be if that's the talky role, then I think that would be like performance. But I'm fine doing a smarts because smarts is hilarious because it's a d4. <laughs> I'm control effing through the book to try and find the help action. Oh, okay. I, I want to say it's like plus one or plus two to. The support option, page 106. Stand by, folks. We're really good at Savage Worlds. Hey. So we are. Edit all this out. <laughs> characters may want to cooperate or help with an ally with a task. If so, if it's possible, supporting characters roll the relevant skill on their action if the game is in rounds and declare which of their allies they're attempting to support. A success grants plus one. To a skill roll for a round and a raise adds plus two. Uh, then I will declare that I'm going to help Sal. Okay. Um, and just let me know which base die smarts or spirit, because it's one of those two. Let's go spirit. Spirit it is. Be a D10 minus two. Did I hit the button? There we go. Um, so that's a six on the wild die. It's an it's technically an eight, but minus two, so it's a six. Okay. All right. And what are you helping Sal do? Be sneaky by being be loud. Sneaky. Okay. Sal, are you gonna go be sneaky now? 
Yeah, I'm going to tend to be sneaky with these people. Okay. Where are you headed to? Wow. Uh, damn. Did he need I, your help? <laughs> I mean, what's the difference between a 9 and a 10? <laughs> uh, I, I will stay with the crew. Okay. Okay. So you guys are up here causing a distraction in your... Um, Letting Pepper handle this? I thought that Seamus and Sal were following Pepper around the side. Right. That was the impression I got. Are they? Yeah. I'm yeah. He, yes. Uh, Seamus is following. He's like okay. like letting Pepper run point, but it's like following behind her at a few at a few paces. Okay. Um, Pepper, I'm gonna mark you. I'm gonna mark you as uh, eventually getting here. I put my token on the table to show exactly where I am. Okay, you're there yelling, and the three of them are down at this dot down here. Okay. All right. Um. So as you're yelling, you can see because the glow is is there, and um, it looks like uh, Ma Bender and Kate are working on building a a fire, and when you are talking in that, like you could tell Kate's getting angry and all of a sudden, like she just looks at you and throws a hand out and three bolts fly at you. Maybe not three, maybe just one, but big one. Look, that is those my points spent and 2d6 ranged attack. Are you standing out in the open, or are you partially covered? Standing out in the open. I would roll smarts, but I don't need to. It's got a d4. He's not a smart man. <laughs> I believe um, in him. I mean, I believe in him, too. So she needs to... What the heck happened? So she's got to roll her, her spell casting first. And she has to succeed. Oh, no. Well, she does. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, she, if you want, uh, she is a wild card, I assume, and mm-hmm. thus can also roll a, a d6. You know, if you wanted to, per se, you can get a bunch of explodies. I doubt it. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, but she, with the eight, is that enough to, does that, surpass your parry yes my parry is six okay okay and the damage a three does that night for me it's gotta be that kind of night (laughs) a three does not break my toughness of six okay okie doke uh and um maybe in her anger or whatever they fly at it flies at you it misses you and just bounces off uh the cave wall um, the other three, Pepper, when you look around the corner, you you can see this, you can hear this. Um, Mobender has got the fire going, so there's a lot more light. Um, and you can see that now that the fire's going, you can see Kate starting to get stuff out of of her pockets, out of a bag. She's starting to bring things out. One of them is a dagger, and Mobender also brings out a dagger. I want to 
take a headshot. Kate just at Gristle. Gus has been the only decent weirdo on this trip. And Pepper, I think, is incensed that he's the one that got a shot at. So I'd like to sh- try and headshot Kate. Okay. Well, women folk is getting angry. Angry. All I did was find the fortune in gold. <laughs> Maybe we need some fell away. Apparently. <laughs> some fell away. All right. Uh, so you're going to do your shooting? Yeah, I want to use my old dusty rifle. <laughs> old trusty dusty. Negative four to your attack to shoot. Or to to go for a headshot. Oh, if you're calling headshot, yeah, it's going to be a negative to you. Oh, if you're just, just shooting. Shoot her to die. Okay. Shoot right. her to death. Yeah, like called shots you could do, but you do take a penalty. Okay, I just, I, I really want to just kill her. Just anywhere okay. in the, in the kill it range. You just want to blow her away. That's Into it. bits. Into bits. Trying to make oh. your dead. Wow. And on the wild die. That is something. And on the wild die. That's some powerful shooting there. That's higher than her parry. Is it higher than that by four? No. Her parry's eight, I believe. Her parry is seven. Seven. I was close. But remember, Gus can't count. So it's not by four. Does that matter? I'm sorry. No, it just would have given uh, a Oh, extra. Okay. Holy fuck. Fuck. That's the damage? Yeah, the damage on the Winchester 73 is 2d8 plus 1. And Pepper has rolled a 4 and an 8 plus 2 for the shooty bang uh, because of armor piercing. So she has rolled a 13 with 4 bonus damage, but I don't believe the bonus damage applies. Well, the toughness is a 6. So that does, I mean, it does beat the toughness. So does that give her one wound? Shakes first, and then oh, okay, uh, wounds right. come after them already being shaken. So she's shaken, making sure that nothing about her her bullshit. Yeah. Nope. Nothing that could uh, help her. In this time. So, okay, so she's shaken. What does she roll for the shaken? Uh, nothing at the moment on her turn. Okay. Um, oh, before she can do anything else. Okay. Yeah. You can spend mm-hmm. bennies to attempt to soak the wounds, mm-hmm. but if you're just being shaken, then. Yeah, no, she'll uh, just be shaken. All right, what are the other two doing? Uh, Seamus and Sal. Uh, shit's popped off. Bit. Time to go. Hell yeah. Do you, uh, you want to go for. Yeah, I'm going to do a thing. Stupid sheet having to scroll all the way down. Uh, I'm going to reach out and just kind of put a card right into... uh, Probably into the pocket of Seamus' jacket. Mm-hmm. And I will cast uh, Boost Trait. Oh. Uh, So I could boost an ally's trait by one die type. And it will cost me couple of powerpoints uh two powerpoints so you're uh i guess you're shooty bang bang 
Or so your magic. I don't know. Uh, let me double check that I can boost the spellcasting thing with it, but yeah. It is smarts, by the way, if you want. Uh, I believe it's... Um, skills are also traits, I think. Okay. Do, do, do. <laughs> Seamus feels smarter! <laughs> I can increase your attribute or skill. Uh, I will increase your, your spellcasting skill. So it goes okay. up the die type temporarily. Oh, that's how I can highlight die. So it's currently at an 8, and that knocks it up to a 10. Yes. Ooh, fucking buddy. <laughs> so, go make boom boom. Yeah, yeah. So, Seamus is going to feel the power. Like, like, does he see this happen? Is he aware of what's happening, or was this like mm-hmm. slightly handed? Yeah, so like he sees you come up, and he's like, what the fuck? But as the card <laughs> like goes into his pocket, the energy courses. <laughs> through him, and you know this, this his left arm is just lighting up fucking Mega Man style, and he's gonna come around the corner and yell "fire in the hole!" And like, who who's in there? Where are the where are their positions at? Is it little white dashes or? Yeah, where the little white circles are below the big pit. Right yeah. Here. Okay. So so everyone, let me get my little clicky thing. Does this work? Right yeah. So that's that's all of them, right? There's yeah. only two. Yeah. You yeah. We're gonna. Together. Yeah, that sounds good. We're gonna. We're gonna please get all this stuff together. We're gonna use our gun to cast blast with a modifier of damage with a Benny. So we're gonna cash in a Benny, and uh, it is going to cause four d six damage. What are you cashing in a Benny to do? It knocks up the, di- the, the it knocks the damage up from three d six to four d six. Oh. So it goes from two d six to three d six to four d six with two power points and a Benny. So I roll. I weird science this thing. Woo! Oop, that was a mistake. Nope, don't listen to that. Wrong, wrong dice. There we go. Well, I I did a D eight. <laughs> I think I'm gonna keep that. You uh, yep. you good? Is this working? Hello there. Yeah, it's working. Oh, we hear you. Fuck it. Uh, I rolled a D eight, and I am inclined to keep that D eight's uh, perfect roll. You don't want to spend a Benny. No, it still gets spent to crank the di- uh, tr- crank the uh, the damage up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how damage works in this game in terms of like the hit going well, but it's supposed to be like four d six incoming. Okay. Uh, so you you made this roll, and I'm sorry, I'm doing two things at once. You're shooting. And it you've cast your thing, you got your you go rolled a ten, you've got a success. Uh we're gonna look at her parry. Right? Sorry, I'm trying to get through this combat. Her parry's a seven. Right. So he did get that. So do you could do the damage. It's air of right. effect. They should both get hit. Okay. The other one's parry is a five. So you did hit Ma Bender, you did get an extra raise on, but not Kate. Okay, so one will take an extra five D. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is the first one with the raise, and then not raised. Unless I didn't understand. No. 
how raises work. Raises when you is a raise when you use a bidding or when you do well. When you do Ra well. Oh fuck. Okay. Well. Any, fuck. Okay. I, I fucked that up. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was like to use a bidding. So anyway, the damage was three d six, and it goes to four d six with a bidding. So you want to just cut off? No. With a okay. raise, not a Benny. Right. I, I understand. So the damage should have been. 3d6, and then with a raise, it goes to 4d6, and the other one should have just been 3d6. Yeah. So I'll keep your 4d6. Give me a 3d6. Okay, there we go. That makes sense. 3d6. Okay, now, Leal is saying there's something about rolling a soak, but I can't find anything about rolling a soak. And I well, it's, it's when they take wounds. Okay. Well, Mob Bender's toughness was a 5. And it's a vigor roll after they spend the Benny. So what does she roll then to try to, or does she do a dodgy dodge? Is there a dodge? There is no dodge. No, no. there's no dodge. There's no dodge. So what does she need? To, does Ma Bender need to do anything, or is she just shaken? Because she did, had a five parry and a five toughness. And how much damage did she take? Fourteen. So she's going to be shaken? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 14. She took 14. So, five with her five toughness, mm -hmm. five of that 14 shakes her, and then for every four over that, it's a wound. So that would be shaken and two wounds, I believe. Because it's uh, five, nine, 13. If she wants to try and reduce the number of wounds, um, she would either spend a Benny, roll Viger, and then for each success and rage, all that roll would give, um, would reduce the number of uh, wounds she's taking. So she needs to roll her Vigor? And spend a Benny. All right, she'll spend one Benny, and she, all she has is a decent. Not a very vigorous old coot. No, she's not very vigorous. She is old. Ooh, a success. All right. So she's able to get rid of one of them then because she had a success, right? Correct. Okay. So she's going to take the other one though. Yep. Now, the thing is on the sheet, hers doesn't have extra wounds. So does uh, everybody just... have the same amount? Yeah, everybody just has 3. Okay. So, yeah, so she'll have one then. One wound. Okay. Kate. Okay. Now, because shit has popped off and big kaboomies happened, Kate is shaken and Ma Bender is wounded. Let's let's draw cards for initiative. I have drawn a card and I got two of diamonds. Queen of Spades. Nine of Clubs. Queen of Diamonds. I'll just be back here taking a nap, admiring my gold bars. Seven. I got a seven of Spades. Um, yeah, who goes first? I think it's going to be Cotton. I thought it was Pepper with a Queen. Queen of Diamonds. But he has Spades. Is it also a queen? It is, but I believe spades mm -hmm. go first. Oh, 
then yes, I apologize. I only, yeah. I only heard one queen. No, there's two queens here. Oh, is there ever? Both <laughs> of us. <laughs> yes, as they say. <laughs> okay. So go Seamus and then Pepper. <laughs> cool. We're going to use five bennies. In the, or, I'm sorry. Wrong. I'm sorry? We're going to use five bennies to solve a nuclear explosion. That's a thing you can do. Nope. Uh, okay. We're going to use one bitty. Okay. Marked off of which for you. He should have five. So now we're down to four. Uh, used one I, earlier. No. I, I didn't really yeah, use it. I didn't understand used... what a raise was. No, 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 no. You used one at the last session, and this is still the same night. Or do you? Oh get your shit! You get your bennies all back, right? But you only start with four, not five. No, what does everybody else start with? Three. Three. Now I got a five. I have luck and great luck. Oh, okay. Well, there so you we're go. gonna cash in once. Now we're down to three, and we're gonna get five power points back, which we will be immediately using. To fire okay. another fireball, where you're like like you can see like the 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 stones heating up from all these flames, and there's just something maniacal in the face of Seamus as he's just laying down the fucking smoke. You, hear, uh, you know, like the chunk chunk Morco's rock fire. Okay. Remember that you are detents. Right. Let's not fuck that up again, Cotton. Does this work? I'm trying to do this properly. I'm... Doesn't it work oh, off your oh. sheet? It, you select it. I, I I see now how to select it. Yay Nailed for the it. finale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we finally learned how to play the game. No, we didn't. Yeah. We, <laughs> we would like we would like to use another mini to re-roll that. Uh terrible. Okay. Terribleness. Alright. Sure. What does six do? <laughs> now we're down to two minis. Two sad minis. Two sad bennies. Alright, so I mean you have a success. It's not a, a full raise, but you have a success. What is the effect of this? Uh, it's the same thing. So if it hits them, it'll do um, 3d6. It's not going to hit Kate because she's a, her parry's a 7, but it will hit Ma. Her parry's a 5. Okay. And she has one wound. And Kate is shaken. So uh, roll, your, roll your damage. Four. It's just one damage. For both of them, right? Like it, it applies to each of them in total, but it's one. Yeah. You don't roll twice for each victim. No, no, it, it's okay. it. No, I, I see what you're saying. No, no it's just yeah. it's each one will okay. take the following thing. Three D's or one will take this because one. Do you still have? And you're using D10s because you have that bonus. The D10s to hit the damage is just defined okay. as D6s. All right, all right, there you go. Fourteen again. Boom, That's baby. Woman. I mean, I she might be poor, but she's, she's still evil. She's an old woman. All right. So the five, the five, you've got four is nine, four is 13. So you've got two raises. She can't spend another Benny. She not have any. Well, do they each get three? It seems uh, so unfair, but I'll do it. Are they, I mean, they each get card, yeah. hmm. I don't know if they each get three. And like technically the GM also gets a um a stockpile for whatever the mm -hmm. fuck the GM wants. Okay. And what did I roll before to try to shake this off? Don't forget, as a wild card, she still also gets the uh the wild die. Hey, she got a six. Does that explode? All no. dice explode. 
So that does explode. So I have to do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So she got eight. So he did two to her. She got eight, so she's able to soak one. Mm-hmm. But she's going to take a second wound. Correct. Oh, this poor old... All right, Pepper. You're up. I'm going to tell you, GM, what I'd like to do. And you can tell me if it's allowed. I want to move from, like, this little spot where I was. Mm-hmm. And do, like, a tuck and roll to here. <laughs> and okay. I want to <laughs> shoot again. Can I move and shoot like that? I don't think the action economy lets that happen. We'll see. So you have a pace of like six by default. Mm -hmm. Um, So like you can move. I don't know what the the scale of movement would be on a map of this size. Yeah. Uh, No, those squares are 20 feet. Okay. By 20 feet. So yeah, you're not going to be able to to do that, but I'll let you somersault and come up. Okay. Well, if I can't move and shoot, then I would just like to shoot again while they're obviously we have the drop on them. They're scared. We're scaring the people that love the devil. Like mm-hmm. we're bringing the pain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to stomp them out for good. Okay. Which one are you aiming at? I'm sorry. Oh, um, the Kate. Kate, okay. Oh, she's going to be filled with lead by the time I'm done with her. Okay. Um, that beats uh, her parry. But six. So that's one raise. So she can roll Vigor D8. So she wiped out the one raise. So her toughness is six. Cookie only has one raise on this. And she spent, Kate spent one Benny and rolled and got a four. So Uh, that's a success. So it takes off the one, but she's still going to take the rest. Yes. Her toughness is what? Six. Or, yeah, six. So six is one wound. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten is, or I'm sorry, six is shaken. Ten is a wound. And then a 13 does not get. Uh, yeah, not doesn't get anything else. But. He was already shaken, wasn't she, Kate? No, not Kate. Uh, yeah, Kate was shaken. So Kate what, was shaken, yes. Yeah, Kate so was shaken. So then instead of becoming shaken again, she gets a wound in for that. So now it's two wounds to Kate. Two wounds to Kate soaks one of them. Soaks one of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now who is next? Because I got a seven. I have a nine. I don't know where my card went, but I had a seven. All right, go. Uh, I guess that's me then. Uh, Crystal? No, Crystal has a two. I'm taking oh, a nap. Okay. All right. Take a nap. <laughs> He's over there. <laughs> where are you guys at? What's happening? 
<laughs> I can't hear anything. What's going on? Uh, I am going to attempt to cast the inverse of the the spell that I used on Seamus to uh, lower, I guess, Kate's spellcasting capabilities. What does it lower them by? Uh, we're going to find out. Okay. Uh, I will spend one of my three bennies. Uh, I kind of want to... For no benefit so far? So far is, you know... Uh, I will I will Benny one more time. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. So, uh, I have succeeded with a raise. Mm-hmm. Which means that I can lower her die by two type creation of instant and lowers the selected attributes by a die type with accessor two with a raise to a minimum of d4 a victim automatically tries to shake off the effect with a spirit roll as a free action at the end of their following turns uh so her spell casting is down by two die types and at the end of her turn she can roll spirit to attempt to save versus the spell effect all right so not not her trait not the smarts trait but the spell casting skill. Correct. So she's at a D10. She's going to go down to a D6. Correct. Got it. And I have a singular Benny left. You have a singular Benny left. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Uh, that brings it to Kate. So she has to roll to get unshaken. And that's a vigor roll. Correct. And figure is it not a 98 an eight rolling cookie dice over here so she fails to be unshaken and that means that's her turn she can't do anything if she's still shaken or she can spend a benny to be immediately unshaken all right she'll spend that benny okay so um knowing that there is another caster here what can she do she spent one. She only spent one so far, so she has plenty of points left. Okay. She's going to cast. Um, she's going to cast at Gus. He is the one standing in the open. It's a 1d6 now for spellcasting. A five does not beat my parry of six. Does not. Dang it, he took my spellcasting. Sorry. No, it's fine. Roll a d10. What could have been? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you remember wild dice? No, I didn't. You should roll your wild die, then. Same! Oh, my gosh. Because you also get those. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Ba-doom. Five. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to work. Um, so, uh, Kate looks at you and Gus and you can feel you can feel her trying to enter your mind. But she's not able to like fully do it and so it that feeling quickly goes away. I I feel like in the depths of Gus's mind where the Manitou is sitting bound in a chair and there's that gas lamp over the table, and he's on the other side, mm-hmm. there's a furious knocking at that door. And 
Gus is going to look away from the Manitou and towards the door, and there's going to be that moment of panic. Because nobody's supposed to be knocking on the door in his brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I guess, is it my turn now? It is your turn now. Okay. Um, Gus is going to take his gun, and he's going to... Um, he's going to do a cold shot and shoot that knife out of Kate's hands. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I think in his head, he's going to look at that Manitou and say, you are going to stay right there. Uh, and you said it's minus two for a cold shot? Depending upon what you're shooting, yeah. What you're shooting, yeah. Okay, so then that would be a four. I already added that minus two to the shooting roll. Okay. All right, a four is a not uh, above her parry. Okay, yeah, so he's going to take that shot, and I think he's he's rattled, but he's not shaken. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right. And that would be, uh, that's that's his, uh, his turn. I think he's going to, if he can also move, he's going to advance into the circle here. Mm-hmm. And uh, say something to the effect of, you know, you're, 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 you're outnumbered here. Yeah, they, we got the drop on you. You ain't got much. If you just come quietly, the colonel probably won't kill you. And look at the bright side. You get to carry some gold for us. Ain't that something? And with his free hand, he'll reach into his pocket and he'll kind of pull out one of those gold bars. And he's going to show it in the firelight, all smiling like, see, we got gold too. <laughs> he starts laughing at you. Gold. Think, think you can tempt me with gold? Why not? It's shiny. Gus would have been a great prospector. <laughs> um, you didn't shoot the knife out of her hand, right? Uh, she's laughing at you. She then turns to mom, her mother, Ma Bender, and says, "Sorry, Mama," and she slashes Mama's throat. Ooh matricide and then with the blood on the dagger you'll see she's starting to do like a weird incantation she's mumbling stuff she's moving her hand making weird signs with her fingers uh something is a bruin uh let's draw cards for initiative i think the situation requires more ghost rock i got an ace of spades oh come on I did! Fucking cheats, hacks. Uh, I what? got a jack of spades. Cheats and hacks? I got a four of hearts. I have an eight of spades. Queen of, of clubs. Spades. Queen of clubs. All right. Ace of spades goes first. Okie doke. So, as she does this, um, one, okay. Spell casting with the six, though. I would. Did she have a turn already? Yes. Okay. Yeah, roll it. Huh? Yeah. She, she had a nine, right? She had a seven. The last round. Yeah. Uh, did you roll a spirit roll to shake off the effects? I did not. Not yet. Okay. So go ahead and roll the spirit roll. Okay. I say do it after you cast the spell. That would do. Well, that's what <laughs> was supposed to be done last turn, and you know, <laughs> same uh, turns are a bitch. Is this a uh, a wild die situation as well? Yes. 
Uh, wild dice are always d6s. Oh, derp. If you do slash roll 1d6 with an mm -hmm. exclamation point after it, then it mm -hmm. should automatically explode okay. on sixes. Okay. She got a five. Does okay, that shake so it she, off? she drops my negative two to negative one. So now she's rolling a d8. Correct. It's a date. <laughs> so 1d8 on spellcasting. Yes. All right. So I got a 13. Okay. Well, a 13 does beat my parry because it's all about me. <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> and then her wild die on. Yeah. No. Okay. So she got 13. So that's at least one raise on that. And. All right. After she does the incantation, she looks up to the ceiling and thrusts the knife towards it and screams out a word you guys do not understand. It is in a language you do not know. And you will feel the ceiling start to shake and rumble. And you'll see a half tunnel form. And as it does, it just starts spilling rocks from the ceiling. And it's going from her to the south to kind of hit where um, the big booms are coming from. So it is literally a rocks fall situation. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said the thing. <laughs> oh, no, I get it. Man, I feel uh, so bad for Sal, who was targeted uh, by both the pun and the spell. You are also there, sir. All three of you are in this one. Uh, so rocks are falling from the ceiling. She is carving into the the earth. And I need everybody to get um, to get a success on an athletics roll or agility to try to get out of the way and avoid any hits. Gus, you're I've, fine. Okay, thank you. Because it's not in your area. Uh, choice of athletics or agility, or just if you have athletics, athletics. But if you don't, then I guess and uh, agility minus two. Okay. I believe athletics is something that everybody should have. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I rolled. It's it's a basic. Everybody starts with a d4 yeah. in that. Yeah. Which is one of the best decisions the Savage World has ever made. Shame must not do dice good. Shame must not do dice good. You have all of those bennies, though. He's only got two sad bennies left. I got one sad benny. I know, but he said he only has two sad bennies. Yeah, I'm not using them for this. I can, uh, this, uh, this is probably fine. All right, so athletics. Uh, Pepper, you succeeded. And uh, Sal, you definitely succeeded. And Seamus, you did not succeed. Uh, it's a... a Decent mid-sized rock. I'm going to have you roll your own damage on this one. Sounds legit. Let's keep, you, let's, okay. let's keep these low rolls going. I like it. I'm going to have you roll because I am rolling low. So you're going to roll me 1d8. Kaboom. One. Die two. I'll take it. <laughs> that's not enough. Uh, I mean, it does hit you. I mean, that's not enough to beat your toughness, though. 
right? Oh, so it does, What's it does, your toughness? Yeah, uh, five, and then it has a zero Ooh. in the parentheses. Mm, so it's really zero. No, the. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The, I, 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 I was like, armor. okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'll believe anything you tell me. I know. <laughs> this is why I don't do will in tourist areas. <laughs> I ended up buying okay. a lot of tchotchkes. All right. So it didn't, uh, yeah. The spell happened. It went off. You just, the rock, you shrugged it off. Okay. Who's next? Who has, uh, I think, Pepper with another queen? Yeah, I got a queen of clubs. Okay. Yes. Um, so, Mobender, dead. Kate, trying to open hell on earth still. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta keep shooting her. I mean, this, this gun is working. I just want to, sh- I, I tucked and rolled a little bit away from these rocks and I want to pop back up and shoot her again. Okay. That doesn't beat her parry. That's a five on the D 10, but you can spend a Benny. Uh, do I have any left? If I do, I would like to spend a Benny and re-roll. And Pepper, shooty shoot. You never use your Bennies. You have three. <gasps> Hooray! Yeah, then we're going <laughs> to use it. I'm going to try again. Huzzah! That does beat her uh, parry. She's no longer shaken, but she does have a wound. Her toughness is a six. So you didn't get the raise, but it is the one wound, and she's used two bennies already. Uh, she'll take the other wound. Who's next? Uh, I believe Gristle is with a jack of mm-hmm. spades. Okay. So I think that Gus will advance again, and um, he's going to... Uh, you're gonna slap her. Tell he's, her she's hysterical. Uh, kind <laughs> of like he. I I think the Manitou is actively fighting him, mm-hmm. and so he's he's not going as bloodthirsty as he did with the uh, bushwhackers because mm-hmm. the bushwhackers are just stupid dead kids. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think he's going to advance, and he's going to uh try and. Uh, backhander and then go for the knife to throw the knife in the little pit thing or in the fire or just get it get it away from her. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be a fighting roll. Yeah. Let's see, bitch slap. Uh, it's a d6 on the bitch slap or a six on the bitch slap. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, which I do not believe beats her parry. No, but you also have all your bennies. I do. Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, okay, so I used a Benny to re-roll, and I rolled a 19. I think she's got, like, unity in her forehead now. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, she... That's, that's like, three raises. I know. And, I, I mean, she could spend one Benny to try to get rid of one of them, but she can't get rid of all three. So no matter what, she's going to explode. It could. Let me try. I'm rolling 1d8. And then I'm rolling 1d6. Oh, I didn't. Oh, it didn't. Uh, no, that's Dang that's it. an explodey. That's an explodey on the d8. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's a nine. Exclamation point. No. Okay. Yeah, she's still taking. Yeah, no. Tell me how you knock her out. Um. So I I think as as she turns to cast that that spell like thing and Pepper fires back. Mm-hmm. Um. As this is happening, Gus is advancing and the Manitou in his head is screaming at him. He's screaming back. And uh, I think he's going to get right within melee range. And like as Kate raises that dagger to the ceiling again, this decrepit hand is just going to whip out, grab around her wrist and spin her around. And it's going to be this this ghoulish face of Gus. And he's going to say, that is quite enough, young lady. You got a man to talk to in town. And he clocks her to the side of the head with the butt of his revolver. And then just like as she her lights go out, she's just like hanging from his from his hand because he's not letting her down. Okay. Uh you guys see um Kate go limp in Gus's arms. Ma Bender is dead, Pa Bender is dead, Junior's dead. You have a very heavy box of gold that you possibly I don't think you guys could carry it out. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Uh, Seamus and I are going to find a way to carry it out. That's for sure. <laughs> I think you should just kill her. I don't think we should worry about taking her back. Well, let's 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 be reasonable here, because in the end, if we send her to hell, she might come back twice as angry. Whereas if we truss her up and we make sure she's gagged and we haul her back, then we got proof we did the job once. Two, that Colonel Man and the people of that good town can have some some justice, which I am told is important in these parts. And three, I don't want to be known for killing a young lady. That's just, I'm an old man. I just don't, don't make me do that. Right, plus alive is how we get paid. As long as we make it real clear to her, she starts wagging anything. Fingers, tongue, hands. We're going to either cut it, smash it, or blow it right the fuck off. Uh, Dead and, or alive. Let's not kill her here, because she was doing something, and I'll point over to the dagger that's got uh, Mama's blood on it. I There's... Not here. Places are important for this kind of stuff, and... Just get away from that. Frisk the shit out of her, though. <laughs> I don't know what you think Friskin is, but I assure you it has nothing to do with the southbound leavings of a northbound woman. Just make sure she don't have nothing on her that could be used to stab or shoot us or blow us up. All right, all right. Might want to grab the... Didn't somebody say they were paying good money for a heart of one of these benders? We got three of them here, and the fourth one's over by the tracks. And uh, Gus will holster his sidearm and start patting this this woman down. 
and uh, I think once that's done and everything's been found that he can find, he mm-hmm. will uh, tie Kate's hands behind her back mm-hmm. and get a gag on her. Okay. So what's going to happen now, guys? <laughs> We're going to trudge out of here with these. I mean, we may need to like, well, well we need them dead, right? Ugh. Dead or alive. Yeah, well, some of them are already dead, and if they were to come back alive, I don't think we'd be too happy about it. We may have to, I don't know, take their heads or something to a Pepper just takes Ma's head. It was half slid off anyway. Yeah, I wasn't even done talking. I mean, it's expedient. All right. Uh, Sal opens up the stolen handbag that's got a scalp in it and is just kind of looking away, holding it open the pepper. Pepper drops it in the fancy bag. Okay. I thought I I was impulsive shit. Well, since you already got that one, we're going to need all of them and then it's just a matter of getting the hell out of here. What do we do? Thumb it by the the railroad? Follow it to town? More than a lot. Follow it back to town. Got the wagon there. We can take gold with us and go slow. Or remember where this is and go quicker. Well, and I'm going to grab the singular gold bar. Like one each of these is not going to slow us down too much. And this way, if anything happens on the way back to get the rest of it, you know, we at least got this one. Everybody what? roll with smarts. Uh oh. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna spend my last penny on that. <laughs> With a ten. The three on the wild die. Yeah, I'll use a penny. Okay. I'll keep it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the six. Gentleman six. Uh, Sal. Mm-hmm. It's nice and cool in here. Doesn't look like it's been used. Doesn't seem like anybody knows about it, because if they did, that gold wouldn't be there. Sure. Might be able to just go back to town, get that wagon, and come back and get everything all in one go. Yeah, but now I... So I'll I'll pitch this to them, and then I'll follow it up with, if we... If we come back with some gold, people may follow us when we come back to get the rest of it, though. That's some good thinking there I, we should we should block it off we should hide it even better than it's hidden though I'll be damned if I ain't carrying one bar out of here with me I trust that you know what's best and I'm fine in taking the wagon and getting some more water and some more food and making sure we got everything nice and set up and only question I got after that is what we're going to do with young Kate here while we're waiting for the marshal and the colonel and everyone else to come pick her up. Well, suppose we march her back to town, ride along the railroad tracks, turn her in, get good and drunk, and then we come back here and get the rest of this. What? I ain't saying it's a perfect plan, but I think it's a pretty damn good start to one. Anything happens to that gold, it's coming out of your cut. Seamus. 
Oh, now, holy shit, you can haul as much as you want. I ain't stopping you. Four of us and 16 bars. Ain't got to be a wizard to figure out that's about four bars a person. I'm carrying one of mine with me. I suggest you all do the same. I give him a little bit of a look when he says you ain't got to be a wizard, but I don't uh, I don't follow up on it. So what's the consensus? Sounds like we're taking one and we're bringing her to justice. Along with a couple of heads and a scalp. A couple of heads. Okay. So you're going to get the heads. You're going to get Kate and you're each getting one bar each. And you're going to go back to the tracks. You're going to try to find Paw Bender or are you just going to forego his head? Well, he got um, scalped. Yeah, he got yeah we took a scalp. Oh, that's right. You took a scalp. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully um, they, they give us three out of four eyes that like we, mm-hmm. you know, we got a lot of them. <laughs> Body was mangled from that jump. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys gather everything up and um, I guess you're heading out. Yeah, I guess. Pretty much. We'll start <laughs> hoofing it. Weighed down by about 27 pounds of gold up the railroad tracks, the nearest town. Okay. So as you get everything loaded up and you exit the cave, it is dawn on the Great Plains. (laughs) I think as everybody walks out into that dawn Mm -hmm. and Gus has got Kate over one shoulder and he's got this bar of gold in the other hand, they step out and they see this, this, company of jackalopes he's going to sit there for a long moment he's going to turn and look at the others and he's going to say well I told you they hold a grudge and cut to black thus concludes this episode of Deadlands the Bloody Benders This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Best behavior. It is the 20th of December, 2023. This is the finale of The Bloody Benders. And last time on The Bloody Benders, the posse was getting on a train or rather, Bristle and Pepper were getting on a train. Seamus and Sal found a bathhouse and took a nap. If you remember, we got on the train. Yes, you used your huckster cheating magic to get you, Sal, and Seamus on the train. And so the hunt began for the benders, who Pepper had seen board the train under a cloak of magic. And as Gristle traveled through the first-class carriages, uh, offending everybody with his stink, he made a stop for his uh, harrowed snack in the dining car, where he ate three bowls of stew and told them how to make it better for later. 
And as they continued on, they found the benders. And the benders jumped off the train. And so Gristle, who had Paw uh, Bender thrown into him, used Paw Bender as uh, a toboggan to slide off of the train and deal no damage to himself, but then kill Paw Bender as he was supposed to do, because there is the bounty. So everybody is now off the train and has given chase to the remaining three benders as uh, a showdown begins to form at the top of a Mesa-like ridge. Do I have everything? Did I forget anything? Nope, you got it. Perfect. Wonderful. So. Getting shot doesn't bother him that much. See, that's what happens when Leland wants to get on your lap and you say no. He gets very angry. <laughs> okay. That feller, what brother got, got killed by these folks? He was a colonel. Was he the Union Army? Or was he them, them Southern folk army? Does anybody remember? No. I'm That's, looking. Oh, does, do, do we have notes? Uh, <laughs> somebody has notes. notes. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'll be real with you. Gus's player knows. Gus doesn't. Gus wasn't <laughs> paying attention. He had to talk to the marshal, not the colonel. Ah. God. <laughs> well, Gus's player then. Which one was it? Because I, I, I don't remember. He was Union. Union Army. He was Union Army. Okay. See, I was right. 50 50. Gotta remember, this is, this is <laughs> yeah. Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. That's why I went Union. That's right. Kansas. They were, they were both, weren't they both in Kansas? Hence, Bleeding Kansas? Um, it was Bleeding Kansas because of Quantrill's Raiders who came over from Missouri. Okay, well, shit. Missouri ruined it. Um, yeah, okay. as they do. <laughs> as they do. <laughs> why does, you know, this is why you don't try new things, folks. We're having technical difficulties brought on by a case of technology, which is where <laughs> the technical difficulties come from. Copious amounts of alcohol brought to you by beer. <laughs> <laughs> and amaretto sour. Beer <laughs> and amaretto sour. <laughs> oh, Seamus will take two, and uh, we'll walk back. It's a good thing that Gus isn't good at math. <laughs> yeah, right. but I know Oz is, and Oz is calculating. <laughs> Somebody's Oz doing is calculated. Somebody is doing the math. I know that. <laughs> Gus gonna go back to school, become an actuary. It's <laughs> the weight displacement on. 16 bars. Shut up. You are what? never going to be able to carry them out. I I already, we already <laughs> said, what's the current exchange rate of US dollars of gold bullion? That's the weight displacement joke for this series. Too late. <laughs> it's not too late. I hold the edit button. All right. So Curses. I do know gold is $20 an ounce in 1883, and each bar would weigh 27 pounds. I also Googled that. 27.4. But who's counting? I didn't Google it. <laughs> oh, shit. You do? I was like fucking No, I didn't know. Leal did like... it for me. Leal did it for me. And messaged me. <laughs> I liked having a Koji. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I was like, gold in 1880 is 20, is, was 19.39. Yeah. Shit. I was going down. So it's, it's these are 27 pounds, right? These mm -hmm. are 20 pounds. 27 pounds. 
Each bar is worth $8,768. So times 16 is way more than 50000 It's $140,000. $140,288. Yeah. You know what's better $140,288? $190,288. right. And it's all tax-free. That's right. I mean, I don't think that part's true. The we're gonna figure, it's going to be, it's gonna be tax-free. Okay. The, the income tax was not enacted in the United States until after the Civil all War. All right. And it was a flat 3%. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, we, what are you guys doing? Yeah, where are you, I know I put gold. I put a gold, uh, hidden Civil War gold in a thing, and everybody just like I don't know what to do. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go back. We, and... we we gotta find a cemetery with a marker that has no name. <laughs> I think I'm thinking three three adjectives to describe that idea. Um, <laughs> Good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> And in that dawn light, you see a hundred jackalopes all just oh no. waiting for you to come out. And we'll end it there. <sighs> uh, unless anybody has a great quippy end to see it a bunch of jackalopes. If it's not the consequences of my actions. What do we, we do to the jackalope? Did we kill a jackalope? Pepper pissed one off. God yeah. damn it, Pepper. God damn it, Pepper. <laughs> so this is coming I, out of your cut. I don't I, know what I, that means. And cut to black. Yay! We won! We did it! Of course we won. <laughs> we always win. Always. <laughs> but then we lose. So <laughs> bad. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I hope you guys had fun. Yeah, Very much. Good. Yeah. I uh I I know it would have gone longer if I hadn't have rocked out with a fucking nineteen on the die. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and you know, sometimes that happens. That happens. Sometimes it do. The dice wanted to tell the story. Yeah. Sometimes you eat the bear, sometimes the bear eats you. You know, the something fitting and poetic about the family of crazy witches that were trying to bring about the apocalypse getting taken out by a, an undead flesh-eating monster. Um, one thing that I was talking about with Jupe over the week is uh, I was not going to be shocked in the least if Kate had got that spell off because he's undead and she controls the dead that he was going to turn her to her side. And so I was going to start shooting y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing her uh, her spell die got dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As if it hadn't been. I mean, who would have who who would have really hesitated to shoot Gus if he was shooting at them? Uh Sal would have. He would have been like, but but Gus. After we, and then probably gotten <laughs> shot again. And then shot again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how long Seamus would have hesitated. One round, you get one round to set that shit off. Step out of it. Uh, Yeah, Pepper's seen some weird shit and she would have felt terrible for a turn and then dunned it. Dunned it. (laughs) Man, so I was looking up, there's uh, Hucksters have the ability to cast spells that they don't know. It's just super fucking risky Mm -hmm. by uh, doing a literal deal with the devil. Um, 
so I was looking up to see if there was some kind of counterspell. And there is, but it requires me to like basically hold my action to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's the same spell to like to dispel magic. So like, you know, if you had mind controlled him, I would have I would have tried to do that to to free ah. him from your evil ways. Ooh, okay. If that's even on my spell list, I don't know if that's on my spell list. <laughs> um. Well, I guess we can get rid of the boys. Alrighty. Goodbye, and, boys. Uh, Hit that I dusty w- trail. Yep. <laughs> Get on, little doggies. Because I want to hear Leo.